Hi, this is Cameron. And I'm Jorge Luis. Today we have special guests from the Diocese of Washington. Let's hear their special experience down here and let's start now. Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. Welcome to the Education Equals Hope Hopecast. I'm Cameron Graham-Bivanco. And I'm Jorge Luis Rodriguez. I'm the co-founder of Education Equals Hope and the director of the program here in Ecuador. And I am the coordinator of teams and training for Equals Age in Ecuador as well. Equals H, as you know, exists to provide for the education of those in desperate and difficult situations. And the hope and purpose for this podcast is to keep you, our dear listeners and supporters and friends and partners all over the world, <laughs> informed as to what is happening here in Ecuador. Because we couldn't do it without you. So thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. Jorjito, it is yes. wonderful to be with you in the studio again. I missed you. Yes, it was. it's really cool to be back here. <laughs> it's great to be back in this rhythm. Um, and today, as you know, Jorjito, but we have a visiting team from the Diocese of Washington. Mm-hmm. Now, I got a little talking to that it's not the Diocese <laughs> of Washington, D.C. It's not. Because it's Washington, D.C. and for for. counties, what's the word in English? Counties of Maryland. (laughs) So, but it's not the Washington on the West Coast. It's just Washington on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. And we are so, so blessed and privileged and grateful to have this team of five that have come. And we have two of them here in the studio with us today. Yes. I would like to introduce Mildred and Rosa. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello. So good to be here with both of you. Mildred and Rosa, would you please introduce yourselves, who you are, and why you're in Ecuador. Well, my name is Mildred Reyes, and I am actually um, the missioner for Latino Hispanic Ministries and Diocesan Initiatives. What does a missioner for, da- oh, my for Latino Ministries mean? <laughs> I actually just work with the Spanish-speaking congregations in our diocese. From and a diocesan level. From a diocesan level. I think it's a fancy title, but I'm just a servant. I do what I am being called to do. <laughs> well, I under, I asked her if this was right, and she said yes. She's like a diocesan youth minister, except it's not youth ministry, it's Latino ministries. That is so correct. she gets to have her fingers in the pots of all the different Latino congregations specifically, and actually all the congregations because yep. of... Because I also manage grants for our diocese. Mm-hmm. So Incredible. I'm all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> and we believe that. After knowing you this week, that energy level. Yeah, woo-hoo. absolutely. <laughs> so mom... <laughs> well, mi nombre es Rosa Briones. Uh, vivo in, in DC, pero in yo DC. soy de Honduras. But she is from Honduras. And uh, you know, um, I just came here because I am. Uh, I'm talking. I'm going to talk about my ministry. I am going to become a uh, deacon, and my ordination day is going to be November 12th. Yay. And you know, I feel so great to be here in Ecuador. And I think, you know, I'm going to tell you the truth. The all love that we find here in Ecuador is amazing. And I'm so, I'm so impressed that I have in my mind I'm going to come back soon. And I hope God, he give me that guy, okay? And please, I will be. I like to hear that. We do have a mother-daughter team, Mildred and Rissa. Rissa is the mom, and Mildred is the daughter, and it's just so fun to hang out with both of them. Thank you. It's been fun to hang out with all of you and the places that we have visited and the people that Mm. we've encountered. Oh, my gosh. They have fed us spiritually. 
fed us with extremely delicious nourishment <laughs> as well. Physical so food. just, I mean, all over the place. It's been emotional, spiritual, mm-hmm. um, physical. Um, I think there's a sense of renewal that we have gathered um, from here, just spending time with E equals H and Ecuador and the programmings um, and really just a sense of why we're here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I want. Uh, I know that you have lots of questions. I just want to give do. a tiny bit of context. Yes, please. That I there was going to ask that too. Five, uh, five of you from the diocese, uh, two deacons, one almost deacon, one Latin or missionary, and one rector of a parish. Yes. And in our next That's broadcast, right. we're going to um, hear from the other three ladies. But y'all came down to support Educational's Hope. Um, and we have done that in a number of ways. And one of the ways that you have done that is to support the Diocese of Central Ecuador. Now that Juan Carlos Quinones is our bishop, um, being able to support him and to be able to support the congregations. There are 12 congregations, Episcopal congregations mm-hmm. here. And for our non-Episcopal listeners, give me just... Ten more seconds, and then I'll get back to you, I promise. <laughs> but for the principal uh, listeners, this will be good context. We have 12 uh, congregations, four of which are equals H sites. So um, this group supported, they went to visit some of the individual sites, but they also put on a lay leadership day, mm-hmm. did workshops a full day. I think we had 12, eight workshops, no. Ten workshops all together um, for lay leadership in the diocese, and then they held a clergy conference, and it was actually one of the first clergy conferences. Well, it's Juan Carlos's first, definitely as bishop, but one of the first that they've had um, as a diocese that wasn't focused on some sort of discipline issue or reprimanding <laughs> the clergy. So this is for their benefit and their spiritual development. So we're just thrilled that we get to partner with this. Thank you guys for that. Thank this you. have been really good, um, fruitful days for us all, right? Yes, yes, and yes indeed. I've had the chance and the blessing of being with you your entire time. And it has been really cool. Um, Something that we always try to do, Mildred and Rosa, is to tell our dear listeners what is going on down here. Mm -hmm. But, of course, trying to encourage them and trying to show them that even though we have the same mission and the same vision for every short-term team coming down, some of them are very specific and yours have been specific, but your guys' experience is way more special than anything, right? So I wanted to know many things according to that. My first question for you two is, how does it feel like to come down, and you guys have Latino roots, right? How does it feel like to come down to a Latin American country to the missions, mm-hmm. um, specifically from the Diocese of Washington coming down here to serve people that in a way you can relate to, right? How Definitely. does it feel like? Well, you know, I'm going to say only a few words about it, but I feel I feel really great when we have our from Margaret, uh, she was telling all the, uh, you know, orientation, the orientation uh-huh. we have. And uh, I was talking with my daughter about the fruits that what we are going to get from get that amazing, amazing uh, information that we have a lot of information in our mind. And now I think we are really rich to go and go to our to my community, okay, and let's see what I'm going to prepare myself, mm-hmm. what I'm going to do with that, mm-hmm. you know? Thanks. I think it's been rich in the sense that we didn't really have, we had an idea of what our team um, mm-hmm. and our mission was going to be, and we knew that we were preparing these workshops and these topics, 
but we really didn't know how it was all going to come together and what the fruits were going to be like. I think I really appreciate the way um, Cameron and and Jorge, you guys have really oriented us into Ecuador, mm-hmm. into each of the kind of the overall arching of the um, organizations and the umbrella, et cetera, and the focuses of the programs. But really, I think it's been enriching because we really felt the Holy Spirit present in every mm. kind of mm. visit that we've done and mm. every kind of person that we've touched. Every, yes. I mean, everything that we have kind of set ourselves out to do in the days. Mm. That has been the most enlightening, I think, fulfilling. I mean, we've heard about, we've read scripture, we've reflected on it. We've talked about, there's one thing that stays with me, mm-hmm. um, Cameron. It's the, when we talked about poverty mm-hmm. and yes. kind of the four quarters, mm-hmm. you know, God, self, neighbors, um, and creation. And, creation. Mm-hmm. and I think the fact that this mission has really brought us to really experience all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something, yes, I think, Jorge, you mentioned it. Like, yeah, we come from Honduras, Um and we can speak the language, right? Which so is such that, a gift. It is yeah. a blessing. So cool. yes. I mean, that right there helped us out a lot because for us, connection it made connection just a lot easier. But I have to confess, friends, you know, there were some words that <laughs> my, Spa- my Spanish and like Ecuadorian Spanish didn't really always go hand in hand. But I have I appreciated the fact that it was it didn't matter. And I think there's a sense of I didn't feel any kind of difference. I just felt that I just came home. Right. I came to visit my family members wow. um, and family members that I didn't know I had. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think to have that, to come to Ecuador and feel that kind of energy and that spirit, mm-hmm. why wouldn't anyone want to come back and have that over and over and over again? Mm-hmm. Right. That's really cool. And as you were saying, the blessing, the huge blessing was the language, right? Sometimes uh, something that all of our teams struggle with is the language barrier. But it is a blessing to be able to connect with them, even though there is a language barrier. But I want to go back to talk a little bit more about it, because you both are very uh, are people that are very relational, right? And that is something that is a core value for equal sage in everything that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and we share about this in the Hopecast very often, relationships and yes. connection. How has that been for you? I have seen you, and Cameron, you have seen them too. Uh-huh. These two ladies coming down here preparing, determined, committed to serve and connect with people. Mm-hmm. I want to hear how that was mm-hmm. for you because you just came here and rolled with it. You just found people, made conversations, and were very determined and committed to really connect, to see them, to make them feel loved and make them feel seen. How was mm-hmm. that for you? Mom, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Well, you know, I have to tell you one thing that my daughter, she loves to talk, okay? And, <laughs> and I talk, but it's a little well. bit. But the way that Jorge said is so great because, uh, well, you know, I'm not shame. Sometimes I don't know the meanings, but I ask. And I feel so grateful in this uh, uh, to retrieve. Yeah. We have the retrieve on Saturday, and we felt, I felt myself like it was all my family right here. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel so great. I learned too much from them, and they learned from me too, mm-hmm. you know. But it's great for all the, um, our people from Ecuador 
too lo- too much love, too much love. <laughs> and that's what I felt so happy. And that's what I'm going to talk about it when I return to my house, and to my was, home. It was really wonderful to watch both of you, but Rosa, especially you on Saturday, mm-hmm. um, choose to connect and choose to um, be like, I don't know you from Am's house cat, but I have so much joy that I want to share with you and to watch you pull people out of their shell. Um, some of our listeners know that the Diocese of Central Ecuador has come through a hard season, and we're really, really thankful to be coming out of that with Juan Carlos and his leadership. And there's been a lot of hurt between different churches. And you you loved anybody and everybody who came across your path. And it didn't matter what church they were from or if they had a chip on their shoulder or not, you just reached out to them. And just to watch that kind of resentment melt away during the day, um, thank you for your part in that. Thank you so much. I really, I feel great about it. And you see, and you're really, you're really true. I talk to most everybody, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and I, I was having a really good time at the way that we did. You know, the retreat, it was so great because it was questions. We talked that what we, we, I was thinking I know, but they are learned. I learned about a lot of things from them, too. Mm, yeah, and that one is the good thing about myself and from them, too. And that's God's economy when we all feel like we got more mm-hmm. than we that's gave. Right. That's true. Learning. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hey, can you just get, I mean... I get my gifts from her. Absolutely. So there you go. Um, she says I'm a talker. I am. I get that from my dad. But yes. I think the relationship building and the love mm-hmm. I get from my mom. And I think one of the things that I can say is I know what it feels like when people don't see you, mm-hmm. when people don't recognize you or mm-hmm. don't take the time to just say hello to you. Mm-hmm. And I think I've made it a point in my ministry and my life in general to just say, to extend my hand, go and talk, and just have a conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what topic or the language barrier. I learned, you know, really early on. I mean, I didn't speak English. You know, I came mm-hmm. into the states um, just learning Spanish, and I had to like quickly kind of pick it up, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like, how do I ensure that people who I come come in contact with do not feel like they're not seen or they're not heard or they're, you know, I want to make them visible. I want to bring them to life. I want to, like, I see myself in them. So it's like, okay, now you're going to teach me. Let's, you know, but I think it's a, just basis of relationships build community. Mm-hmm. And how we're yeah. all so hungry for that. And mm-hmm. we are. Like, I mean, just the time that we've been here, again, the conversations that I've had with individuals mm-hmm. have been so amazing. You know, one young man shared, like, um, a, uh, one of his, like, musical artists that he's into right now. Mm-hmm. I had never heard of them. So what did I do? I went to Spotify, looked them up, and I was like, all right, let me add them to my playlist. You know, um, it's that kind of stuff that it's, you just build relations on that. Or mm-hmm. it's not just about asking their names. It's about mm-hmm. asking things that you can find to connect with one another, that mm-hmm. you can take back. So. I take a lot of little nuggets personally, but I also take all the names that I have encountered with me to continue to pray for them mm-hmm. because I know that they're also going to be holding us up as well. Mm-hmm. So did we come down here just to like, you know, not build relationships? Actually, mm-hmm. no, we didn't. We came down here and we're, you know, they invited us to be part of their community mm-hmm. and we invited them to be part of ours as well. So how much beautiful can that get? 
Now, it's intentional, right? Mm-hmm. You have to be intentional about becoming, like, creating community and building relationships and just stepping out of your comfort zone, too. Because that's what our faith is about, right? That's it. That's and education will hope we get the privilege of walking along students in desperate and difficult situations, but we do that through the local churches and you guys pouring into those local churches yeah. and pouring into churches that don't even have the program yet, but we want them to be as healthy as possible because we all need a little love. That's we all need some community and y'all making that real here is, is incredible. Another nugget of beauty that I have seen is how intentional your team has been. You both specifically have been very intentional, but when you come with this commitment of, I want to serve people, I'm really going to, and because of how, you, how, where, how you're coming down, where you're coming from, right, with your roles in church and all that, um, your eyes have been opened, your ears have been opened in a very different way. First, you came here to serve directly with these people from the Diocese of Central Ecuador. But of course, you came from that context too. What mm-hmm. has God has spoken to you through that? Mm-hmm. That's a great question, Jorge. I'm punting it to mom as, um, so you guys can know. Don't worry, I'll answer it in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she just tapped me on my leg. That means she wants me to take it first. Um, you know what has been, what I've been able to take is you don't understand the meaning of when it says we are representatives of Christ in this mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. until you are actually put into situations or into different contexts and different scenarios. And I think coming from the church world where we're at it every single day to just pause and to really get out of our comfort zone, mm-hmm. but come to a place like Ecuador and with the diocesan kind of like lay leaders and with the church, the clergy, but not just even that. I think just the different, the families that we've met that are non-Episcopalian, mm-hmm. yes. you know, in each and every one of those individuals, I have been able to see Jesus in them. Mm. And that is a humbling experience. It's something so deeper than... You know, what I can explain is the sense that Jesus is so present in the midst of all of us. We are reminded, I am reminded that wherever we go and whoever we go and, and see or, you know, whoever we come along with um, or help, that's just another image of Jesus that is that we are journeying with and vice versa, they are journeying with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and how how better kind of humbling of de- being determined to kind of continuing to develop and strengthen your faith in that aspect because mm-hmm. they're just a piece of love of Jesus in them. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, for myself, it was really, is it was really um, like, uh, what can I say? Like Mildre said, it's, a, it's Jesus around us because uh, when I, we went to visit those families, when we visit the school right. with the uh, with the boy that he was over there, mm-hmm. you know, and he was so oh happy to introduce himself, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and he said oh you know, and he was talking about what he's doing and what he has to do and everything. I feel so grateful when I saw him and the other two, uh, uh, the first family that mm-hmm. we visit, mm-hmm. and I feel when I was praying for them, I. I was reminded some of my family back home 
for the poverty that they are, mm -hmm. you know, that I see the necessity is around there. And I start crying. I can continue praying. But because God is right there, mm -hmm. you know, it's the, for, for all our humans that we are. But, uh, but you know, God, God is too much. It's too much on inside of us. And yesterday, I'm going to talk about tomorrow. You know, that in that retreat that we have for two days with all those uh, 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 priests, all the clerical, the lay people also. Oh, my goodness. That was so wonderful. And I had to talk about my bishop, mm. Juan Carlos, that he did it. Oh, my God. I know he is the right guy that God, he has him, he chose him. Mm -hmm. And I know he has the the Spirit uh, 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 the Holy Spirit with him. When he prayed, when he danced, God, he, he has too much energy to give to us. And I think we are charged because I feel like I'm going back home and I charge my battery already. Oh, right God. now, I really feel, feel so grateful that all I learned around my Ecuadorian uh, family, mm -hmm. because now I think I'm going to to be like, to have my family over here. And I hope it's not going to be that, you know, I'm not going to take a few years to come back. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's going <laughs> to be soon. Yeah, and the hoping is really good to be, you know. Yeah. How important it is what your guys are sharing, the fact of how you can see Jesus in another person. I have learned um, in this last two weeks that God teaches us things in different ways. Yes. And sometimes his presence is shown in miracle, miraculous things happening around us. But sometimes it doesn't come from a very happy place. Sometimes it comes from hardness, right? From hurt. Yes. And I have seen from you guys that you have been determined to see Jesus in people and not just the other thing before them, you know, not just the hurt, not just, you have been determined. So I am learning also how when you go into a mission experience, you have to be determined to look to Jesus, look at Jesus in other people and yes. not just their context, mm -hmm. not just their hurt, nor just their need. Yes. Just looking at them as if you were seeing our Lord, because mm -hmm. that's the way that you can actually connect with them without any other prejudices or anything else. Mm -hmm. So it has been a huge huge experience for me as well. And mm -hmm. seeing you guys developing into that has been incredible. Thank you so much for that. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you guys Thank so you. much for, for being on the HopeCast. Thank you for coming to Ecuador. Thank you for your love. And thank you for sharing how you've seen God work and move. Thank you. If you would like to be a part of Educationals Hope, if you'd like to come down on a team, feel free to email me at Cameron at EducationalsHope.org. And if you would like to be a part of the organization that provides for the education of those in desperate and difficult situations, please go to www.EducationEqualsHope.org. You can find that Donate Now button, mm -hmm. $5 a month, $10 a yes. month, anything Uh changes lives and transforms lives and Mildred and Rosa have gotten to see some of those lives transformed and then they've been also to been able to help um, pour into the leadership as we continue to strive and move forward so please join our team we couldn't do this without you anything that we do will be possible without any of your help so thank you so much and see you next week bye bye bye, bye. thank you